Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live on this April 8th on a glorious Sunday. Hope everybody's enjoying themselves, had a good week, enjoyed the early show that we had in the week since, say, Friday, Saturday, making it with us until Sunday today. A lot of boxing going on this week, a lot of news on the outside of boxing, just a whole lot, as always, per usual, but... Everything is everything, and had a great weekend myself. I want to take it to my man out in Houston, Texas, and see how everything is going with the Willa Wilson. Top of the morning to you, or afternoon, I should say, shit. You know, I barely woke up a little while ago, so it still feels like the morning for me. But good afternoon to you, Willa. How's everything going out on your side of the map? Oh, man. Good morning. Uh, yeah, good afternoon, R.C. Uh wasn't surprised that you hit me with the barely woke up, uh, had one and a half shots last night, feeling sort of sick. I'm, I'm not surprised that I got that text. But what I was surprised was I got a text from you earlier this week. You were very, you like, you know, you were very upset about something. So, you know, I reached out to you. You know, we might be fabricating a little bit, but who cares? I reached out to you and you were shook to your core. I thought maybe somebody had took your girl. I thought maybe Canelo had like had stepped to you or something. You know, you were shook. <laughs> then I realized you are shook because Patty and Nino have brought back on the grind boxing our old alma mater. No, it's not our old alma mater. That is our alma mater. The the. The the podcast that got us in the game. So you were a little scared, man. And, and I want to say, I want to be the first before you even get on, you know, get on whatever you're going to say. I want to be the first to say, welcome back, guys. Um, you know, we needed those voices in the, we need those voices on the scene, you know, totally different voices, monotone. One guy's monotone, one guy's high pitch. One guy is, uh, you know, they both are UK nut huggers. But they're they're out, they're both from uh, Europe, you know. So you know that's no disrespect there. But you know, welcome back to those guys, man. I think that it's important that they were there. I wish they would have been on our show more, but I guess they had some going on in the background, you know, where they might have bought OTG. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. Hopefully, they can step their fucking game up, and they can go on the uh, you know iTunes. You know, I know everything is YouTube now, so maybe we're the ones that are behind and they're and they're above, but maybe they could do both. But I want to say, uh, 
you know, I don't know if they're listening or not, but I want to say welcome back, guys. It's much uh, anticipated and appreciated that you guys came back. Y'all got R.C. Shook, not me, because I know we deliver something totally different, but R.C. was shook. R.C. was fucking shook. <laughs> um, <clears throat> like I said last week, I don't believe in zombies, but it was fun to see those guys come back. Good old Nino and Patty, as their usual. Biasness towards their side of the way. But um, let's just be clear. I was not shook at all. I was um, a little bit flabbergasted that they would want to come back and try to make the heavyweight show the main show at OTG. We buried that show a while ago, but I guess they coming back for seconds. Those clowns, Nino and Fatty, you're being real nice to them. See, I, I look at it like I'm not worried about what the fuck Nino got to say. You know, he's still having post-Klitschko getting knocked out syndrome. Patty Cronin, who knows what that drunk's talking about? Can't take Patty serious for one minute because the boy's been having too much points and whatever, 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 whatever. Those guys, well, welcome back, I guess. If they want to come on here and come at me for any of the comments we're making, more than welcome, fellas. Um, I have no problem with that. 929-477-1277 is the number. And we can talk about it. Um, Think about going on YouTube and shit. I know a lot of people do that. But um, it's almost like people like to see themselves talk. Similar to people who like to hear themselves talk. I'm not one of those people. I mentioned to you, Willa, when you asked me if I listened to the show to work on corrections and things like that. I don't like listening to myself talk. I don't like my voice. That's just me. But those guys jack off to hearing anything that they got to say. Fucking wankers. Um, and for guys on YouTube, like, uh, you know, um, I get it. But at the same time, it's going to be hard-pressed for me to look at a screen and watch somebody talk. Unless it's Allie Clifton, who works for Fox Sports Ohio. Bad. I could do that. But to fucking... Nah, not going to do that. She must got pancakes. Hey, no, she's an Amazon woman. She about like she about like six six or something like that. She's big, so you need to check it out. Oh shit, okay. <laughs> you know, I love me a big Amazon woman, Willie. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Patty, welcome back, you fucking clowns. We about to bury y'all bitches again. So, um, got that flag out for a second, but don't 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 throw it away. We are gonna stick it back in uh, where the tombstone belongs. But nonetheless, folks, let's get to boxing. Done talking about two irrelevant fuckboys like those two. Um, shit, whole lot going on yesterday. Hell of a card for PBC. You know, um, shit. It, it, it's hard to comprehend sometimes when we talk about scorecards and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's expected in boxing. You know? And um, I don't think any of us are are, are, are new to some of the shit that happens. So, um, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, you had Julian J. Rock Williams against Nathaniel Gallimore. There was a lot of shit talking going on in that at the press conference. I was uh, hyped for that one just because the guys that, you know, you know when people were talking shit and it's tongue-in-cheek or written on paper, but that one looked like it actually came from the heart. Uh, yeah, James DeGale being the B-side against one Caleb Truex in one of the ugliest fights I've ever seen in my life. Not worried about that. And then you had Arizona Lars going against the bully himself, the glorified bully, Jared Hurst. I'd like that kick that guy in the balls and then pound on his ass when he's on the ground. I don't like bullies. But we're going to start off in the top. Pretty good card yesterday, Willer. If I don't say so myself. Um, but about the J Rock fight, did you um watch the very first fight on the on the card? Because uh people were writing checks yesterday that couldn't cash. And to be honest with you, Gallimore, who considered J Rock Williams to be an average fighter, found out the hard way that my man's got a little bit of pop in him. What was your opinion on that fight, Willis? Oh, man, hey. You know, I'm not – was that a good card last night? I, I don't know, man. First of all, you know, the name of this – the name of the podcast, I don't know if you saw. You know, I never tell you. I don't know if you got to see, but it's called uh, Long Night and uh, Questionable Scores, right? Um, first fight, I think it started at 9.30. Uh, Central time. The last fight was over like 1230 uh, Central time. That's 130 Eastern time. I don't know what the fuck they, you know, I don't know what the hell they got going on. You know, it was so late that RC, you know, it was so late that RC was already at the club at 830. You know, RC hits the club at 830, y'all. He he (laughs) wants to be the first one in. He wants to see everybody there. He was there at 830. So it was a long card. (laughs) Was it worth it? I'm going to go ahead and say it was. It was worth it, man. You know, um, first fight was not first fight. It was horrible. Um, like you said, it was a lot of talk. It was a lot of buildup. Um, what's the guy? How do you say the uh, the Yardie's name? The Jamaican guy? Uh, uh, Gillimore. I forgot what the I – don't, I, don't, I was going to say his name wrong, whatever his name is. But he, he a lot of talk. He went in there. He looked like he had no real boxing skills. Now, it looked like he could sort of punch, but the way he was punching, it just looked like, I don't know, something looked strange about his whole technique. Um, maybe that's the Jamaican style. Like you said, there's not too many top Jamaican fighters, and it might be a reason why. I don't know. But but it was, I mean, you know, he just got in there and got beat up. He didn't have anything. He, just, he got beat up the whole time. He, he was throwing crazy-looking punches. And you know, are just shelling up and getting hit. Um, uh, J uh, J Rock, um, he was, uh, you know, he's okay. He has a lot of skill, but I don't know if he has a chin or or that heart. And he didn't have to show it. He just beat up a guy that was new to the new to the boxing game, um, and he showed it. Uh, you know, it was a lot of holding the entire card except the last except the last fight. It was a lot of 
sloppy ass boxing. But when it wasn't, when when they had space and work could be done, J Rock was doing some good work. You know, a year ago or maybe it was two years ago, he was up and coming. He met he met the H Town from one of the H Town phenoms. Went to sleep. So you know he's on his way on on his way back. Good way to start with a guy that was talking a lot of noise, shutting his mouth, and uh, you know even though it was sloppy, it ain't because of uh, it ain't because of Williams. It was because of the other guy. He wasn't any good. Um, you know that was a tune-up showcase fight, and that's what happened. He just he got showcased out there. So you know I ain't mad at it, but I don't think that was a good fight. Uh, I guess you did. Um, not not necessarily. I just thought it was a good bounce back fight for J Rock after getting knocked out by Charlo. You know, I thought that uh Gallimore was gonna swing for the fences and try to check his chin, you know, early on because you know, he was mentioning during the press conference that, you know, he got chin checked. And you never know how a guy's gonna come back after getting chin checked like that. So, um that's what uh um I was looking forward to most. Uh was it the greatest fight? No. It wasn't. But um a good bounce-back performance by J-Rock Williams. So that's what I was looking most forward to, to see if he was going to either fold or, or you know, hit that bounce-back. So uh, decent performance. Both fighters need a defensive coordinator. And um, pretty good job by Tony Weeks. Um, we've seen the undermine officiating sometimes, but after watching that Anthony Joshua debacle that we had in the U.K. with uh, Vicente Corion. Um, I really appreciated how Jeff, uh, um, how Tony Weeks really took took control of that that fight yesterday. Uh, a no nonsense referee it was like, "Watch your goddamn head," you know, no headbutts. Um, you know, speaking of headbutts, that's uh, for the card that we have coming next. <laughs> but uh, um, no, nah, it was it was an okay performance yesterday, and um, uh, solid effort by J Rock Wentz. But um. We got um, a man from Long Beach on the line with us. Let's take it to JP real quick and see if he was able to catch that first fight. And uh, let's, uh, you know, bring him on board and keep the boat uh, smooth sailing to the whole thing. So um, let's go to JP. And I know Janelle's with us. Janelle, hold on for a second. We're going to get to you, man. Hope everything's all right with you. And uh, JP, I'm so cow. What's going down, my man? How you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Block talk. Gonna have me go Columbine the motherfucker when I see the building. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, we don't gotta worry about um worry about those little little mishaps that happen with Block Talk Radio. Um we got Janelle, who's ready to rock with us. We can take it to Janelle. Hope oh, sound quality is okay, Janelle. I know you're always on the go. But, but um, let's uh, take it to Janelle. Let's see what he's got going on on the youth side of things. Because it was a really late fight last night. I don't know if he caught it. Like you said, well, that shit ended at 12.30 Central Time and at 1.30 on the East Coast. I don't know how they do that over there. It might have called New York the city that never sleeps. <clears throat> but Janelle, if you're with us, what's going on, my man? You know when you're playing baseball 
and you swing at the first two pitches and you miss, put you in a little bit of a bind. <laughs> put you in a little bit of a bind. And yeah, I bat for that third one. But no worries. Let's take it to the bullshit fight that happened right afterwards. Because Hey, hey, uh, you back? Hello. What's going on, man? I've been Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, my shit just shut down. It's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, JP is on, Janelle is on, so I mean we can go to him. Oh, okay. Fucking I don't know. Talk, yeah. I was uh yeah, I've been yeah. on this whole time. It so just shut down my whole screen. Hope it don't mess up our sound quality or whatever, because, you know, whatever. No, it's still going. It's that it's still going. So if you were talking, it was on. Just probably shut me off. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, we don't really have a whole lot to say about the. the yeah, we can move on. Fuck that yeah, we we move on from that shit. Um, but um, yeah, let's. No, we should have started off the top in the first place. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to start the card from bottom to top, the way the fights went accordingly. We should have started the show. We off did. The should have done. No, we I did, know. man. That's we started. Thing. We started with J Rock. Yeah. I know. That's the first fight. We should have. I know, but I'm just saying we should have started off from the main thing instead of you know building up the way it is. But um, just because uh, it was such a good fight compared to what we were gonna talk about next, being one of the uglier fights I've ever seen with. James DeGale getting his get back on some funny, funny scorecards or whatever. But, um, yeah, let's go to let's 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 do that real quick, Willer, and then we'll go to these two guys, our two brothers out here, and um, and then we'll just build it up for the for the, uh, for the Lara afterwards. But um, yo, your man, I know you're a big fan of James DeGale, right, Willer? Your man's got his get back last night against Caleb Truax, the guy that they were saying was a one hit wonder. He was blaming coming back off his shoulder injury too fast in the first fight. That's why he ended up losing. Uh, you had guys calling him shot. Um, look, man, to be honest, I never liked James DeGale, but I, I can respect his awkward style. And furthermore, I was hoping he had a bounce-back performance last night because I didn't want to see James DeGale lose his spot. You know, um, the best part about having James DeGale fight is seeing Illinois DeGale, his fine-ass sister. So, ringside attractions, much like Miguel Cotto had with Melissa Cotto and them big-ass titties, it's always cool to have. So that's why I want to see James DeGale continue. Now, um, as Willa mentioned, I did go out clubbing last night a little bit early. So I had to catch on a DVR, but... Um, this nigga at the club at 7.30. It was 8.30, man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, they, the bat signal was out, bro. So, you know. <laughs> it was snowing. But, um, anyways, I was watching uh, the first three rounds before I headed out. And no sight of Illinois to Gail. Um, and when I came back, I had already seen uh, clips on my phone of the entire fight and the headbutt affair that it was, um, and early headbutts in the fucking beginning rounds of this fight. And uh, But James DeGale did come out swinging. You know, he came out definitely asserting himself, being the active fighter. And uh, 
it was that kind of fight. I give I give James Miguel credit. He knew he was the underdog. He didn't like being the underdog. Well, I'm not going to say he was the underdog, but he was the B-side, and he didn't like being the B-side to Caleb Truax. But nonetheless, got his victory, got his belt back, and he seemed like a happy camper yesterday. What you got to say about your man's performance yesterday, Willis? Um, the Gail, you know, he, he went in there saying that if he didn't beat Truex, he needs to give it up. I'm not saying he he needs to give it up, but I don't think he actually beat Truex uh, last night, um, even though Truex is, fuck, is, is horrible. It's like, uh, you know, that guy is horrible. I don't know. You know, he just looked, I guess he gained more weight. He didn't, I, I, he didn't look tired. He just was just going in. He, he's like the a worst version of Porter. You know, he's smothering his shot, but he was doing the work. You know, I guess it was a point taken away, right, for to DeGale. Um, and, actually, you know, I actually had it a, like a – I had it a draw minus that point. So DeGale lost uh, to me. Um, it was a pretty even fight. DeGale did sort of land – the cleaner shots, you know, but it didn't, it, it was like, it was every, it was every 90 seconds he would do something there for 90 seconds. He would run around and get, you know, weak punch, body punch. So, you know, I'm not mad at it, but I think in a situation like that, you usually say you've got to beat the champ. And I don't think he, he beat the champ, but at the same time, I don't think they were giving Truax credit as the real champ anyway. So I'm not mad. Truax knows he, he didn't do exactly what he wanted to do. He took it on. The, he took it and, and went with it. So I took it. You know, got to. I'm not mad at it at all. But DeGale didn't look good. That guy is horrible. Um, DeGale should still be ashamed of himself after that. He was talking noise. You know, he, that guy does deserve a rematch. I know he don't want to give it to him. Uh, I know he's not going to try to. Um, but he does deserve a rematch. And I think that if he would have got punches off. Yeah, Truex could have would have beat him easily, but Truex just like coming in smothering his punch. It's just crazy. That fight was horrible. It wasn't because DeGale made it horrible. It's because Truex made it horrible. I understand what he was trying to do, but I don't think he executed. Well, we know by what he said, he didn't execute it the way it was supposed to be executed. So he took that L. You know, I'm not mad at it, but I don't think he won. I thought uh, I had Truex winning that by by a point. And that was due to the point getting taken from uh, from my man. So, you know, it was all right. I mean, it was a better fight than the first one, I think. At least both guys were there to fight. You know, the first one, that uh, Jamaican guy, he wasn't there to fight, man. So, at least both guys came to fight. It was, a, it was a still a sloppy-ass <laughs> fight. But, you know, I ain't mad at it. What's up with that? Uh, real quick, I, I'm going to go a little bit off topic real quick, but What's up with that deal? Like the, uh, like the uh, African Jamaican fighters. Like I know you got this thing, Willa, against UK brothers and all that. Um, but what's up with the African Jamaican brothers who come to fight? Like how we see, you know, Nicholas Walters shell up, and you know we just see it happen over time. You got any theories about that, real quick? I know because it's it is off topic, but is it not something to think about? Uh, I mean, there's been. I mean, I'm sure there's been all right Jamaican fighters. Nicholas Walters was all right until he took the bag. You know, maybe, and that's what it's sort Joe of. Joe too. 
Yeah, that, that, that maybe that maybe what it looked like for like, last night again. Well, what's his name? He didn't look like he came to fight. You know, I don't know what the hell happened, man. You know, like I always say, there's African Americans. You know, we're, we're, it's a little different. Americans are a little different. We're just a little different than everybody else, man. Jamaicans are close. That's why I don't understand why. You know, that's why they can run fast. But that, you know, when it comes to boxing, they ain't got it for some reason. So they're close. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, he should be ashamed of himself. That guy, all that shit talking, he was doing, and he didn't even come to fight. Well, and he was trash. Two trash guys. We saw we saw two trash fighters last night. I hate to say Truex was a champion, but the way he fought last night was trash. The uh, the Jamaican cat, he didn't even come to fucking fight. Uh, he got hit a couple of times and just quit. So you know, I don't know what it is. They might have them weak chins out there, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. I was just wondering about that. Like, I know we got these theories with some of these other fighters and shit like that. So it just is a little strange, and <clears throat> especially like how a guy like Julius Dongo got worked by Pete Bush in, in quick fashion. But this shit like that happens. Hey, it hasn't been a good year for Puerto Rican fighters myself. So um, it's been uh, it's been a little off the walls, man. But um, nonetheless, yeah. yeah I, at um, least Caleb Truex. Taking those L's, man, left and right. And Bubba I'm not talking Clyde, the good man. L's. Bubba Clyde, man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, uh, at least Caleb Truax could, say, could have that uh, that moment in history where he, you know, defied the odds having the uh, upset of the year last year, and, and, and I'm sure that highlight will always be uh, memorabilia. For my man, so definitely got to give him credit, and and he knew that coming into this fight was going to be a question mark fight as far as if he's the real deal, deserving of the A side. Definitely won that fight, but when it comes to skills in itself, as you said, James Miguel was landing the sharper punches, and and James Miguel was just a more skillful fighter. Um, a little birdie told me that when James Miguel lost the first fight, that he was strung out on a few things. So was that valid or not? I'm not sure. But we do know those UK brothers like to party out there. And um, being welcomed with open arms by the other side of the fence, they get a lot of more opportunities to have a little bit more fun than brothers in the U.S. get to have in certain situations. Get out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hats off to the girl. Did his thing. Probably not going to get a rematch with uh, – probably not going to give – uh, um, acts a rematch But again it doesn't matter because uh, The first fight was uh, a great upset And you know Second one was garbage No one want to see a trilogy to that But let's move on to the main event And then we're going to get to our our guys Because we, we're going to wrap it all in one um, Eric Lanny Lar Swift Jared Hurd He wants to be called Swift Jared Hurd But I just call him Jared Swift Hurd Because I'm not going to do what he tells us to do. Jared Swiffer is a bully. He's a glorified bully at that. He likes to move, push his weight around, kills himself to make 154, being that big. And in the face-off after the weigh-in, you've seen him looking over at his Lanny Lara like he is a midget. Funny. Definitely got some laughs out of it. But Jared Swift, Odell Beckham, is a bully. And 
My man had no respect for Arizlani Lara yesterday. No respect for his power, nothing. Took some pretty good shots. Lara got a couple straights in there, uppercuts. And Lara actually, man, he fought like a Mexican more than a Cuban yesterday. Staying in the pocket, accepting the phone booth type of fight that it turned into. And lightweight turned into a dog fight. Players Lane Lara fought like a man yesterday. And unfortunate for him, you know, his face suffered the consequences for the fight style that he wanted to uh, go about. But damn, arguable. Arguable. I had Lara up by two rounds going into that 12th. And then that knockdown to me was like, should be a draw, but even if Lara finished the fight without getting dropped up by two, in my opinion, or three, he was still going to lose this fight on the cards. Jared Hurd, being the younger fighter, undefeated, has the look to appeal to mainstream audiences in 2018. Not only that, a guy who ain't ducking nobody making the unification uh, bout with Charlo would not be an issue. And we know that Arizlani Lara and the Charlo brothers are boys. And um, if Lara won, we don't know if, you know, they would have gave us the old runaround. That's my friend. I won't fight him. Even though they said that, you know, business is business and they would make the fight if, you know, circumstances came to what, to whatever. I thought that boxing was going to have its agenda out yesterday and um, screw over Lara on the cards, but I I, I wasn't mad at the decision. Wasn't mad at it at all, and I'm not going to take anything away from Odell Beckham. But, um, man, that was a a pretty good fight yesterday. For everybody who's – if if I see anybody, you know, posting the little run emoji on Lara's – comment section or mentions on Twitter, slap yourself. Because after the Canelo fight, Arizlani Lara knew that he could not fight that kind of style. And all his fights afterwards were pretty exciting fights. I love Arizlani Lara's style, and it's a love or hate style. But Lara fought, like, completely different than what I've seen yesterday. He was in the pocket going against a big man. And really trying to get his respect, suffering the consequences. But Jared Hurd, man, that, that dude is a he is a handful for anybody. And it's gonna be hard pressed for me to say moving forward that Charlo's gonna whoop his ass like Charlo was mentioning that he's gonna whoop his ass. Hurd is a hard worker, big dude, good chin. Heavy hands. When he dropped Lara in that 12th round, it was just textbook. Didn't load up. Gave him an upper, and then that short short hook inside. Lara took a big shot that round. Busted up in the 12th. But nonetheless, man, really good fight. I liked it because the first two fights, eh. But the main event, though, that was legit. So hats off to her. He did his thing. Hats off to Lara. Fought like a 
fought like a warrior in there yesterday against a big guy, not using his footwork as much as we've seen before. Still fan-friendly fight. Um, you know, I had some folks come back to the crib with me from the club, and we were watching that fight, casual boxing fans, but they were highly entertained. It was crazy. It was a really good fight, though. I liked it. Um, your comments on this fight, Willis, as we pray for Cuba. Hey, first of all, I'm going to give Laura some respect that he needs and he deserves. Um, the way he transformed his wife, you know, you know, ever since there's the, the embargo has been let off, I think uh, when uh, Obama has let the embargo off, there's been a flood of Cuban strippers that have been taking over Texas. <laughs> and they're looking hey, and they're looking excellent. They've been transformed. They got some kind of transformation machine out there. Laura's wife wasn't looking that good last night. She was looking damn good. So I want to give him his credit on that. He did that. She was ready to I saw a little thing. She was ready to fight uh Gabby Rosado over some shit. They was talking in Spanish. I don't know what they was talking about, but she looked like she was ready to fight her and her partners. They was all transformed. Uh Hey, he did that. I'm glad he did that. But last night happened just the way I told you guys it was going to happen. It's going to look all right at the beginning. You know, Laura tried to run. He tried to fight his fight. But Jared Hurd was too big in there. So he just shelled up. And unlike these other Cubans, so I will, I'm going to give him some more credit. Unlike what we've seen from Cuba so far. He didn't quit like Rigondeaux. He didn't go to sleep like Ortiz. He just stood in there and manned up and just had to do what he had to do. You know, I had it. I had heard like up. I had heard up uh, around. I think when he knocked him out, I had him win uh, when he knocked him down. So I think I had him up by like three points, whatever that score is. But you know. He just started beating him up. And, you know, uh, when when people were saying Laura was winning rounds, you know, he was hitting them with good shots. But all my man was doing was just taking a step back and coming back forward and tapping that left body, tapping, tap, doing that little left hook to, to, that boy's, uh, to that boy's side. So, hey, Heard is the – hey, last fight, uh, whoever he fought last fight, Heard was looking whack. The way he did Laura means he's something to, t- uh, to contend with out there, you know. You know he looked he was looking good, I, so I can't I can't hate on him. Uh, he's looking good. He's looking like a monster. Can he take those shots from Charlo? That's what we've got to see. He's a monster in there, man. He doesn't look uh, what are they one fifty four? He doesn't look. He doesn't look 154, man. He looks like he's about 170 strong in there. Even his legs look big. You know, like Wilder, he he looks big, but his legs are skinny. He ain't really that big. You know, he, he looks bigger than he is. Hurd looks like he has solid legs. So, I don't know how he's doing it. You say he's killing himself. He didn't look tired. He didn't tire at all. So, he ain't killing himself Dude. to make this way. <laughs> He didn't, yeah. he didn't tire at all. He just came forward. And he was eating shots, eating good shots, and just eating them. Laura had a hard time. He got beat up. 
I don't think Laura wants that fight again. Uh, Laura, he had a good career, uh, but I think it's, I think the reason the fights are getting better is because he, he might he might be slowing down. So, you know, we'll see what Laura's got. The you know he's not done. I won't. Go, I'm not gonna say he's done, but I don't think he can mess with these young bulls, man. There's young bulls in that uh, junior, uh, middleweight, super welterweight, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, they they got some killers out there, man. Young killers. So. It is, yeah, good fight. Made the night worth it. Uh, I had, you know, if you if you if you had Laura winning, or if you even had it tied, it's just because you wanted Laura to win, and I think you were hype on those excellent shots that he was throwing, not understanding that he was just getting beat up in there. Heard looked like he could go to the club, like he always does. This guy, hey, he's a beast in there. That's crazy. It's just crazy the way he was eating those shots and just coming, hey, taking a step back, taking a breath, and coming on back in. That boy's a beast, man. So, uh, you know, good, good ass fight. It's a good, good way to close the card. Uh, him and Charlo will happen. And I keep on. Last week I was saying that they were going to unify or for the undisputed. And I keep on forgetting about my boy Ali because he didn't disappear. We can't forget that this boy got the belt from your boy uh, against your boy. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, we all remember that. So, so hopefully Ali fights somebody. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. So hopefully Ali comes out. We can. Uh, there's been one unification. There's gonna be another one real soon, and then you know probably be easy work against Ali. But I, I'm not gonna uh, count him out just yet because Ali is my guy. I do fuck with Ali. I ain't gonna count him out just yet. He is a young, a young hog also. So we'll see, man. Excellent fight. Oh, gosh. Shout shout out to her being the only guy that picked him. <laughs> You know, that's just what I do. Seems to be that when it comes to picking fights, I am the guru. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, pat, pat yourself let's, on the let's back. Let's get to the team, man. That's, yeah, you will. You know, you, I'm not so sure you were big on Ali before, but ever since you took that picture with him, it seems like y'all boys, y'all exchange numbers all of a sudden and, and like be kicking it on the weekends or what? Hey, Ali represents the USA, dog. Hey, if you represent the USA, you're cool with me, man. It is what it is. So now I'm Ali. I'm going to try that. Fight, bro. I, I, I can make 154. We, let's get it on. I ain't worried about Saddam Ali. Like I told you yesterday. <laughs> two Puerto Ricans yeah, down. Right. It, would be oh, uh, it would be because. Two Ricans down. Back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You must yeah. be crazy. <laughs> you must be crazy. Um. Yeah, well, you, you know, you always be acting a little funny after you be taking pictures with dudes. You know, you, I seen you had pictures with Saddam Ali last year when after he beat Cotto, and you post that picture where y'all was kicking it in Texas, and I mean, or wherever it was, I believe it was. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was that, that was, was a long that? time ago. That was at the Hopkins. That was at the Hopkins uh, Kovalev fight. He was on the undercard. Oh, you know, okay, okay. He was out there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Like I said though, remember the term. At OTG, a guy that nobody's worried about. Heard, Laura, Charlo, they all beat the shit out Saddam Ali because in the fight with those guys, you ain't fighting the old man on his retirement fight who's got a torn bicep. So, fuck out of here, Ali. You ain't nobody. And if you want to see me, I make weight. I'm at 170 right now. Chisel. But I can cut down. You feel me? But, um, not Saddam Ali. Don't even mention.
I hate that soundbite. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ali gets the shit beat out of him by anybody uh, that's named Heard Charlo Lara. Same word about Saddam Ali. But yeah, as you mentioned, that dude had crazy endurance yesterday. Odell Beckham was in tremendous shape. You know, he he could not be backed up by anything Lara was doing. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous endurance. His gas tank is the gas tank Canelo dreams about. Like, man, my man did not look tired whatsoever in that fight, even though he was taking some shots from Lara and fighting one of the best technical fighters in boxing. So much respect to her yesterday. I'm not going to shit on him. But like you said, let's hey, why is that not Mexican style? So why, why was what he did last night not Mexican style? Is that not Mexican style if a black guy does it? Oh, yeah, it definitely could be worthy of Mexican style. But, you know, people have the perspective of if you're a black fighter, then you just, you know, go off your back foot and fight like Floyd Mayweather for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. That's just crazy. But I, um, <clears throat> if we were able to put Hurd in a big fight scenario and casual fans are watching him, like I mentioned, I had a house full of casual fans yesterday, and they're like, oh, man, who is this dude? He's He's, he's, he's a monster. He's huge. Yeah, he's a fucking bully. That's what he is. He's a bully who got a dub yesterday. Much respect. Hopefully, Charlo whips his ass. I, I don't know. I take that back. I'm on the fence with those Charlo guys because they're bullies too. And I know Jared Hurd, even though he might look the part of partying and doing the same things that Odell Beckham is doing, but ain't no smoke coming out about my man. Unlike the smoke that's been coming out about your Charlo guys from one Javante Davis. <clears throat> if we had that Rick James sound bite, I would love to play that and say cocaine's a hell of a drug. But nonetheless, as we mentioned, let's take it to our guys and see how they had the whole the, the whole night going and they could take it from whichever fight they wish to start from. Um Janelle, I think you had a little issue yesterday. Hopefully everything's all good and you're in good spirits today. How you doing, my man? And did you catch all the fights last night? Uh, I'm last night. Given my how late we were. <laughs> this what Janelle already talking before he even comes in. No crazy. Hey, you hear me? Coming out. Swinging. I know I was coming out. Swinging. Swinging. I didn't know y'all was me. But um, <laughs> yeah, this? like last night. night oh yeah, I caught the fight, but little. I mean, I got a little situation last night, and I got fucking drugged and shit. And, you know what I mean? Or uh, uh, somebody, a very popular fighter, you know, gave me some candy and shit with fucking cannabis in there and shit. That shit fucked me up. Ooh. So I had a, yeah, man. It's what? It's what had a mental breakdown hey. on the weed. Oh, hey. That shit fucked me up. To the club, <laughs> that shit really fucked me up, but... I'm just now feeling good now. He can't I, I stay off the, the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that's just like weed times ten, man. <laughs> Seriously, mm. I don't know how I made that at that casino last night because I feel my boys have fight. Yeah, well, you don't, you don't know nothing about that, Willis. Weed, come on. Nah, that's just some powerful, just powerful shit, man. And I don't even smoke weed, so that's just kind of the whole extra effect on me. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was just regular candy. Yeah. I was. I was consuming. Well, well Janelle, well, Janelle you better take your ass to GNC. I know you said you got a fight next month, and hopefully it clears your system out so we haven't been talking about you uh, uh, getting popped for a, a band special. 
<laughs> you funny. You yeah, funny. do we need yeah, do we need to edit this? Oh, okay. Hey, hey my right. fight's gonna be in Italy. My fight's gonna be in Italy. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I'm fighting in uh, Italy. You know, no, they might be listening, doing some research. No, nah, I don't oh, think yeah. so. Yeah, the dude that you fighting might be going to the commission with this with this audio right here. I'm glad you made it okay, Janelle. I'm glad you're feeling okay right now. No, nah, I thought um, I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. Literally, man. I don't know how I made it. <laughs> but I asked somebody because it was weed, dog. That's how you made it. Shit, man. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at, Willis? I'm just laughing at this punk You say, yeah, I can, I can imagine a guy doing the edible for the first time, not even knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> that that sucks, man. Because those shits are strong, <laughs> for real. Yeah, well, that's, I, that's all bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like, hangs around. I watched last night. I watched the Laura fight last night, and I watched it again, or some of it again this morning. Again, okay, I don't argue with anyone that's just heard one, because it was that close of a fight. Plus, like, her did force Laura to fight a whole different fight, and the judges see that, and they and they take account for that, you know what I mean? And those body shots was hurting them, but in my eyes, I don't think her really did much until the eighth round. A lot of those shots he threw uh, early in the fight, it was all arm punches. It wasn't really affecting Laura. It was all the one arm that knocked shots, him out like, was an arm like, punch. The one that knocked him down was I said the early arm in the punch. fight. Oh, he's punching hard. I said early in the fight. But I'm saying the one that I said early in the fight. But the one that knocked him down was an arm punch. So it was probably it was hurting worse early in the fight, I would believe. Boy, was punching I, though. No, they got so. the beat. I don't think so. Early in the fight, it was Laura laying the clean effective shot. Again, like I said, I don't argue with anyone who said her one fight. I don't argue. Just me personally, I thought I had a 114, 113 for Laura. Again, like I said, I, I don't argue anyone who, who, who picked her. I think her is kind of like a um, – he's very robotic. He's very robotic. And the guy like Charlo will take advantage of that. But it seems like it was like a passing of the torch kind of like last night. It was like in WWE. It was like a guy's getting ready to retire, and he's been around for a while, and they had him lose to an up-and-coming guy. as like a passing of the torch kind of like. And that's what it seemed like last night. Even though I had Laura winning by one point, it seemed like Laura is be- is definitely fading. He's definitely fading. Now it's like Willis just said that I don't think he could compete with these young guys. I think personally, the rematch, um, I think Hurd beats him even on the easy if you ask me. Uh, not that he's better, but I think Laura is just on the downside right now. And it's too bad because in the prime of his career, I mean, a lot of guys didn't want to fight him at 154. And if he was primed, um, he would definitely I'll be loving it right now. What's going on right now at 154? And uh. It just seemed like his time is up. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, Hurd forced him to fight that fight. It's like Willis said, you know, it's not that Laura couldn't use his legs, but Hurd imposed his will and made him fight at, at a fight that he's not accustomed to. And it, and it did break him down after a while. It broke him down. And the fact that Laura couldn't hurt Hurd, and he was loading up a lot and still couldn't hurt him because the guy is a big guy with an excellent chin, and, and that took steam out of him also, as well as those body shots. So it's like I said I don't, I don't argue with anyone who picked or heard uh, for those reasons. But early in that fight, if you watched the earlier rounds, Hurd didn't do much of anything. A lot of those, a lot of small pity patterns, and there was all arm punch, and Lord was landing clean, effective uh, left uh, hand shots, and he was setting up pretty well. But like I said, I don't complain anybody who, who had, who had Hurd winning the fight. 
No, no. And in the rematch, and in the rematch, Aloha loses easily. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, Like I said, I had I had Laura up by two going into that last round, and um, yeah, yeah, me too, me too, yeah, yeah, me too, me too, me too. Even if he didn't get dropped or nothing, you know, I still feel like he would have got the short end of the stick. But um, you know, heard. He did his thing. So, like you said, I'm not going to argue with nobody uh, and, and come on here and give some conspiracy talk about, oh, they wanted her to win. That's what he gave to him. You know, he earned his shit yesterday. So, um, much respect to Odell Beckham. And um, I'm glad you've seen the same thing I was seeing, Janelle, even though you're watching the fight yeah. on the moon last night. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a, a really entertaining fight, though. And the sad part about it is, yeah, like as you mentioned, he might be – on that downfall. And uh, it's just the way time is, man. Father Time is undefeated, yeah. unless you're talking about LeBron James. But Father Time is undefeated. And Lara, being so good that he was and avoided as much as he was throughout his career, to see the way he looked last night, <sighs> shadow of himself. Definitely a shadow of himself. But um, much respect, as, uh, as Willow said, uh, you know, we fought Mexican style last night. And highly entertaining. Um, I, I know I know a guy out here who he's uh, born in Mexico, retired United States veteran in the Marine Corps, and just the biggest Puerto Rican Cuban hater on the planet. And was just you know he was texting me all day talking about how Lara's a bitch and he's always running and he's gonna get knocked out. And he's like, fight starting, get ready to see Lara running. And I didn't hear from him until the fight was over. So I'm sure people that hate Lars' style were highly entertained in that style yesterday that he was forced to put out because of the way Hurd made him fight. But nonetheless, entertaining fight, um, rematch probably wouldn't be a good idea. But, but you know, Lars is still going to give guys trouble. Um, you know, you put him in there with anybody, and um, even a shadow of himself still gives guys problems. But, um, Janelle, hang on with this for a second. We're going to go to J.P., and uh, see how he's seen this one go down because me and you are on the same page. Well, uh, you know, Nostradamus of boxing, I guess. Um, <laughs> y'all listening? Uh, go to the bank with Willis prediction because he'll tell you he'll tell you every week how he's been right so far. So um, yeah, let's take it to JP, <clears throat> Southern California correspondent. Uh, JP, how's it going, my man? Are you enjoying this beautiful day? As I'm enjoying in California, it's just a beautiful day in the best coast, being the left coast. Absolutely, RC, man, and uh, glad you made it in. I guess Snowflake didn't have you out too too late last night on them Red Bulls and beef jerky or nothing, huh? <laughs> nah, man, it was, uh, it, was a, it was an early night back in, so I knew we had some business to take care of today, so I made sure I got back in time, man, but... Uh, yeah, most definitely enjoyed it yesterday, but got back in in time to check out what I missed out on getting out as early as I did yesterday. But um, uh, how did you see that fight going yesterday, man? Because Erislandy Lara, man, he was in a lightweight dog fight last night. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Let me um, let me just do the recap and Willa quickly. I know the weather's bad over there. I seen it in the forecast. It's fucked up. It's yeah, cloudy. Terrible. Yeah. So hey, um hey niggas out here peeping the peeping my weather, dog. Yeah, it got cold out here, a little cold front <laughs> came through, dog, cooler town, dog. Hey. 
That's all good, oh, though. Man. Hey, we're all right, though. All right. Hey, no, at least y'all ain't flooding like y'all was earlier and last year. <laughs> but, um, you know what I'm saying? But um, uh, J-Rock, J-Rock, good win for J-Rock, solid fight. Let me tell you one thing, man. Jamaicans cannot fight. My wife's Jamaican. Uh, when Nicholas Walters was on his rise up, I tried to get all her family to get on board with Nicholas Walter. I'm like, look, here's this Jamaican guy. Oh, they no. love Jamaican. They love Jamaican shit. But here's what they told me. Ah, oh, man, Jamaicans can't fight, man. We we run. We runners. <laughs> they, they, they run. You know, they run. So fighting ain't they thing, dude. So never put no money on no Jamaican. Now, I know Razor Ruddick and Lennox Lewis are from Jamaican descent, but they – UK brothers, you know what I mean? They're not from the motherland over there. I mean, they're from there, but they're not raised there. So it's a little something different. Um, James DeGale, dude, you know, it was once a time that I thought he was Ryu. But now we clearly see he's kin. And his style used to just be awkward, and I thought it might be like maybe a similar how Joe Calzaghe's style was. But no, it's just kind of sloppy. He doesn't sit down on anything, and he looks like looks like he's shell shocked to some degree. I don't know who got a hold of him good, but I don't think it was Caleb Truax. Now Caleb Truax doesn't look like a really good fighter optically to me. You know what I mean? He looked like he has short arms. He has decent feet. He was he came in at 180. He had side fat on his stomach. He wasn't in the greatest of shape to me. So James DeGale said before that fight, if he can't beat Caleb Truax, he should retire. Even though he got the win, he won't beat any good fighters. Caleb Truax is like a um, a B-level fighter at best, and I feel he knows that. Um, on to the Lara Herd. Now, just the you know, Laura was landing solid punches as he's going to do. But I said it the whole time. He's not going to be able to keep that pace. And um, and you'll see the difference in classic fighters to where a guy's just really good at that style. So, like, a guy like Mayweather and Laura have a similar style. But Mayweather's is more educated. Like, Laura's is just for the sake of moving. The move necessarily doesn't have a purpose. And that's what you see starts to run out of tricks. And when you make him go faster than he likes, he just eventually overheats. But he did fight hard, dude. He fought hard. I thought he was going to hold on. If he had not went down, I was already in some group chats telling people put some respect on his name because people want to say he's Cuban, he's a runner. And if he had not got dropped, we'd have been here having a complete different conversation today. Um, but, again, whether he had won the fight or not, I believe Jared Hurd took some fights off of his career. He just lost a couple million, if you ask me, last night. Because if Laura had won that fight, he could have went on, maybe fought someone a little less, you know what I mean, and had another couple fights and got a few more dollars in the bank. But that kind of fight at his age for the style of fighter he is, he's not going to be able to run so much. He's going to have to stand in the pocket, and that's kind of to a disadvantage to him. I don't know how hard he punches. They look sharp, but, um, you know, again, Heard was just, he just kept coming. The kid has great stamina. Laura actually weighed a half a pound more than him at the weigh-in. I don't know what the rehydration weights were. I don't know if anybody knows that. But, uh, like, I agree with Willa. He looks really sturdy from head to toe. You know, I noticed that myself. I'm like, damn, dude, this guy look 180 easy, like a trim 180. This ain't even him, like, out of shape. 
you know, so I don't know how the fuck he get down to 154. He's six foot one. You know what I mean? So, yeah, though, good good night of fights, man. Good card again. Showtime doing their motherfucking thing. Yeah, that, that um, the rehydration weight, definitely something to be addressed because if you look at her yesterday, you know, if you just, you know, um, Photoshop a picture of him and take off those tattoos, lighten up his skin a little bit, and put Sergey Kovalev's face on him, that's as big as he looked yesterday, like a goddamn light heavyweight, man. Big fucking guy, took advantage of everything that he was doing. And um, like you said, if Lara did not get dropped, like I mentioned on my card, man, I had, I was being, you know, I was being okay. I was not having no bias towards my pick or nothing like that. I, I love Lara, but I knew he was in for a tough fight yesterday. I knew that he was taking a lot of damage. And when that 12th round happened, basically I tossed my scorecard and said it solidified for her. Um, if that knockdown never occurred, yeah, we would be having a different conversation, 100%. Um, but uh, hold on with this real quick, man. We got a call from the 724, and uh, let's see what their perspective is about this fight. Uh, 724, Outside of Boxing Podcast. What's going on? What's your name and where you calling from, my man? What's going on, man? It's Smoke, man. Smoke. What's going on, Willa? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? What's um, the deal, dog? What's going on, King? Um, I'm gonna say it like this: I don't, I don't want to call no fighters trash, but Flipper is trash, man. He's he's Paul Williams 2.0, man. He just throws <laughs> a lot of punches. He's long, you know what I'm saying? If, if he would be, just, if he would move up, he's just a big guy. If he would move up, his chain would get popped. But he's just a big guy. He's trash. Laura threw the more effective punches. I had the same card you had, R.C. I had Laura up two rounds. Even with the knockdown, I had it a draw. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it's, look, I, I, I'm, it's not, I, I probably, I'm, I won't say I'll never watch him again, but he's trash, man. He, he, he's Paul Williams. He's Paul, he's Paul Williams, man. And as far as um, my, the brother, J-Rock, I don't know, man. I think that I think that knockout took a lot out of him, man. I I, I was I was high on Jay Rock, but I think that knockout that the Charlo gave him took a lot out of him. And again, to all y'all, y'all all trash because I live on the East Coast and my weather sucks, man. So fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'd be uh, it'd be interesting to see what's up with her because yesterday after his win, he was feeling good about himself, talking about. You know, obviously we're gonna have him fight Jamel Charlo coming up next, but he said he'll move up and wait and fight Jamal Charlo too. So looking like he wants smoke with Willis brothers out there in Houston. But we'll see how that goes, man. We'll see how that goes. Um, hey, man, that was a good. I think that's a good comparison to uh, to Paul Williams. That's what you know. That's what he did look like. But he looks he's a little more sturdier than Paul Williams out here. I don't think these guys are catching him. You know, that's a big ass dude. Paul Williams was was long. This guy's big and long. So, you know, that's a good comparison. I see where you're coming from with that. But the way he was eating those shots, Paul Williams probably would have went to sleep. But, but see, Paul Williams got caught with that good shot. That shot. Lua never caught him with that shot. You know, he was hitting him with some shots. You know what I mean? He was hitting him with some shots, but he never caught him with that shot. He he moves up some fights, some of them big guys. He, he he goes to bed, man. I, I um, which which one is the Charlo? Uh, what is it, male or mall? It's at at sixty. 
Maul. That's like Young Maul, sir. Come on. Yeah, show some respect. That's Young Maul, dog. Okay, man. That, that's your hood, Willa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think I think I think he, I think he gives him some problems, man. I, I, he's just a, to me, he's just an endurance guy. You know what I mean? He's just an endurance guy. Somebody with some with some pop in there, yeah. He, he'll he'll get slumped hey. like Paul Williams. See, that's funny. That's funny. That's what that's a. That, I want to ask you this question because this is why I asked RC because of uh, you know I heard some other guys. You're not the first guy that said. You know, he's just an endurance guy. He's just out there throwing a lot of punches. How come when Mexicans do it, that's Mexican style and it's all love and great. But now with him, you know, it's it's a question. You know, I think that's how people fight. Just throwing a lot of punches can win you a lot of fights. And if they can't knock him out, they can't knock him out. It's hard to be, you know, why why is that a good thing? Why is that a bad thing for him to do? And it'd be it's all right for Canelo to do or Triple G to do. Just keep on fighting and punching. Well, Canelo's your guy. Canelo's but, everybody's guy. <laughs> not mine. Not mine. Come on, RC. RC has the uh, probably has the Canelo uh, mural with the uh, with the candles and the the rosary beads and the chicken foot. Dog, yeah. we already know how it goes, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> if you remember. When I was in Vegas to watch him fight Julio Cesar Chavez, they were handing out those little uh, bandana Canelo things, whatever you call them. And uh, when I went to take a piss in the urinal, I found that to be the best place for it, and I left it there for everybody else to see. We don't like cheaters at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, so fuck Canelo. <clears throat> but, yo, real quick. But for real, on, on some weird stuff, Will, I, I'll say like this. You, got, you, you bring up a great point, man. And I just think psychologically on some real stuff, we just don't expect that from brothers, I guess. Just, you know, we just want to see us, you know, be boxers out there, man. And I just say, I, I'm just not a fan of that style. I'm, I'm a fan of the hit and not get hit style. I, I, like, Laura was, I, I liked him better than Floyd. So, Laura was my guy. So, him and Rigo. So, I might be, I might be a little bit, be a little bit stand out right now. I might be in my, in my emotions right now, but I just didn't. I, I wasn't impressed by her last night. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's how. That's just hate. If you wasn't even impressed, yeah, that's some. That's deep inside. Yeah, because right hey. he slept. <laughs> he, he dropped your boy at the end. He was beating him. He was. Hey, if, you know, he was beating him. The beating was. I, I thought he was beating him the last five rounds. I gave him the last five rounds. I thought that's how I, that's how I thought I thought the fight was going. You know, I thought he was getting worked in the beginning, and he really wasn't doing nothing. But once he started going, it just started the beating just continued. And I know Janelle was saying it was an arm punch and this and that, but the beating was coming, man. He started beating him. One guy was getting beat. One guy was boxing. When you're getting beat up, it don't matter what you're doing, boxing or not. He was getting beat. So to not be impressed yeah. with that. That's something I think you know. That's hate. We can all hate on things. That's not a that's not a good or a bad thing. You know, people need haters. Haters are yeah, you know acceptable. I hate on people all the time. Yeah, you know, yep. no big deal. But that's that's got to be hate. If you don't, you are depressed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take I, that, all man. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that, my man. Um, but yo, I, I'm I'm similar to the, to the spice style of Laura. Mayweather, Rigo, 
were making dudes look silly is um is more appreciative from my standpoint than just some dude going in there throwing, you know, a bunch of hands and looking like, you know, straight trash who gets a decisive victory because of hard work and, and the pressure and all that bullshit. But um, you mentioned Floyd Mayweather, and he was in attendance last night, looking goofy as always, wearing some, some funny shit. <laughs> but, but Floyd Mayweather yesterday was talking about the UFC yet again. Take it for whatever you will, because I personally don't think it's going to happen. But if they're going to offer Anthony Joshua $500 million, they could offer Floyd a little bit more. And um, as I told you now, you know, we can't forget that the UFC did sell for $4.2 billion two years ago. So I'm sure that they got a little bit of money over there. And Floyd Mayweather yesterday, Willa, was talking about not with, not if, but when he gets another fight, it will be in the octagon. Is he just clout chasing, man, or is he really about this action? And I know money talks and bullshit walks. And, I mean, when the Conor McGregor fiasco was first brought about, whenever it was, you know, I was on record saying, Yo, I felt like I was in the minority of saying that that fight was going to happen. Definitely seen it possible for Conor to get in the boxing ring with Floyd Mayweather. I don't have that same confidence for Floyd getting in the octagon, but it seemed like he is a lot more confident and probably listening to all the whispers. Because you know Floyd Mayweather's got his pulse on boxing. He's got his pulse on everything in the fight game. He's got a lot of time on his hands, and he pays attention to what everybody says. And I guarantee you he's hearing people say that, oh, no way he's going to go in the octagon. He's going to get his ass kicked, which is probably motivating him just a little bit more to step in the in the octagon and let them hands go, hopefully not getting caught with some bullshit wrestling move or, or whatever, whatever, because those little baby gloves, Floyd might have some dynamites in his hand with them little gloves in the UFC. Well, what, what's your take on all this, man? Man, um... Yeah, I don't know what to think, man. You know, your boy Connor, he had that little uh, the little incident uh at the UFC 239, I don't know what the fuck it is, but they I had to wear where they where, Yeah, where they attacked the bus and all that and they threw the glass at first, you know, I'm thinking this guy has pulled pulled some kind of fool fool move and just done himself in, but then I see the video, right? They're showing the video of it and they're there it's, it looks it's just WWE style. They're like in the tunnel, you know, where everything is controlled. They he grabs the dolly, he throws it. They go to the inside shot of the dolly hitting the glass. I don't think you hear what I'm saying, RC. He throws the thing. They go to the inside shot of the dolly hitting the glass. It's not. It oh, doesn't yeah. turn the quality of the video doesn't change. It doesn't go to gritty or anything like that. It looks it's fresh, a hundred percent professional uh, video equipment and recording equipment, and it was all set up. After what we saw oh, yesterday, yeah. after what we saw yesterday, <laughs> I'm willing. I'm going to say Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Conor McGregor in the octagon. 
this fight will happen, and that's crazy. I think that is insane that this is going to happen. Floyd Mayweather is all about the dollar bill, and he's willing to put boxing, he's willing to sell boxing out for $600 million. And I ain't mad at it, man. Hey, fuck it. But this fight will happen. Floyd might get waxed. They're going to be laughing. It is what it is. Just be ready for it, man. Oh, man. That shit is crazy, man. But I'm with you 100% on the Connor shit because, you know, I got some folks out here that are big Connor nut huggers and they're like, oh, did you see that? Like, blah, 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 blah. That's some WWE shit, man. It's all set up. Miss me with that foolery. I ain't no stupid sheep like y'all. Miss me with it. So um, it seems like both those guys making headlines and at the right time, you know, summer coming around. And um, and we'll see how that whole thing goes. But, uh, yo, that shit is wild, man. That shit is crazy, bro. Um, let's go back around the wheel to Janelle and uh, see what he thinks about this whole thing because um, I know Janelle's been competing in mixed martial arts. And you would know a thing or two about the transition from boxing to mixed martial arts, mixed combat sports. Is it, Janelle, is it going to be an easy transition for Floyd? Because I know he's came out on record saying that, you know, um, his power is is a 100. His wrestling is about a 7 out of 10. And, you know, his, his kick game ain't all the way there yet. He said it's a 4 out of 10. By those standards and the numbers alone, sounds like Floyd Mayweather is a pretty good mixed martial arts fighter already, even though we haven't seen him do anything. But there is that the 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 uh the rumors out there that that he's going to be training with Tyron Woodley uh, coming up pretty soon here. And uh, Tyron Woodley, by my casual standpoint of the UFC, is a pretty legitimate uh, dude to get some work with. Janelle, what's going on with this Floyd Mayweather MMA nonsense or MMA Mayweather? Well, I mean, I'm sure Floyd has learned something if he trained in MMA. But on the same note, it's a different ball game when it's against resistance. Uh, I'm never a guy in there also who's throwing kicks at you. And as you can see, in in their boxing match they had, I mean, Conor was way huger than Floyd. So if he gets Floyd on the ground and get on top of Floyd, you know, he's going to suffocate Floyd. But it's like, you you know, um. As far as with the whole WWE thing, I'll, I'll go back and look for what Will was talking about. And uh, I didn't catch that part. I mean, the thing that I see with this whole Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. As far as what I saw with the whole, um, as far as what I see, it's just like, hey, man, hat. A good thing Conor McGregor is not black because he, if he was, man, Fox News would be tearing him alive right now. That's the whole, the whole fiasco he put on, and it's like, it's like, imagine if that was Floyd Mayweather doing shit like that. You know what I mean? I remember when uh, Plasco Burns, um, uh, Plasco went to the club and his gun accidentally went off. Um, all these politicians came out. Oh my God, this guy should be in jail. He needs. He's a hoodlum. He's carrying a gun on him. He's a hoodlum. I mean, I mean, it's just like, man. Hey, try to bother you. I mean, he got. Huh? Oh, no, I was just saying that Plexico Burst, you know, he cheddar bobbed himself. That white guy from Eight Mile shot himself in the leg. <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying, but isn't guns legal in the country as long as it's got a permit? 
But all these puzzles came out oh, and they yeah. just bashed them. And they just bashed them left and right. They bashed them left and right. This was like, hold on a minute, man. I mean, she's a double standard here. I mean, if Conor McGregor was a black man, I ain't trying to get racial at all, but if he was a black man doing that shit, I mean, Fox News, the president would have came out and spoke against it. I mean, Fox News oh, yeah. came out. I mean, I mean, just come on, man. I mean, I think Conor McGregor, honestly, I think Conor McGregor feels like he's bigger than the brand of the UFC itself. It's like I said before, I mean, once he get that big contract up from fighting Floyd, uh, Dana White's going to regret letting him go into boxing because right now, I don't care what nobody says. He's ducking Khabib. He's ducking Khabib. It's obvious. He doesn't want to fight that guy. And he'll do anything under the book not to fight that guy. And it's like, it's like, hey, I, I don't, and as far as Floyd fighting the I just can't see it happening, man. I mean, I just can't see it happening. I just, I just really don't see it happening. And you know, I mean, it's like I said about MMA going into boxing. Is MMA guys don't train in boxing. I don't care what nobody says. They do not train in boxing. They train in throwing punches. They don't train in the science of the sport. All they do is train in throwing punches and placing punches correctly, but they don't train in the sport of boxing as far as creating angles and slipping and sliding shots uh, swimming without getting wet. You know what I mean? It's almost aspects of MMA that they don't have time to uh, learn on um, all the full signs of the sport. And this is why Sam McGregor's not gonna he's not gonna do well in boxing. And I don't care nobody said he looked terrible against Floyd. He put no leverage into his punches. It's like and same thing in in boxing, Trent's MMA. I'm I'm sure he learned something did Floyd, but he just it's 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 a different ball game against resistance against a guy who's doing it for so fucking long who's used to doing it against resistance. And Floyd is not going to look right if he goes in MMA. It's just not. And at the age of 40 years old, I mean, come on, man. Or 41 now, excuse me. I mean, it's just a, it's just a black guy. It's going to be 42. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Haters. <laughs> I mean, nah, I'm not hating point, it. You know. No, yeah. It, it, of course, you know, good it, point. It, it's, it's tough. It's going to be tough. For sure, I feel you, Janelle. Janelle, because we were talking about we were talking about Jamaicans not being able to fight. Oh, oh. Well, uh, well, um, hey, I don't suppose anyone ever heard Mike McCullough. <laughs> He's a body snatcher. Uh-uh. Hey, a body snatcher. Uh-uh. Come on, man. Come on. Uh-uh. It's, it's three What's guys. It's three, it's three Jamaicans that can fight. Janelle said he one of them, man. So, I mean, I've I, I seen you fight, man. <laughs> hey, Lennox Lowe's is Jamaican himself. You know, Even Lennox Lowe's is Jamaican. He's Jamaican also. Uh-uh. Yeah, but he was yes, born over there. I mean, he was raised over there, man. He had a different mentality, man. Nah, man, you don't come yeah, on, man. Little... You don't see him fucking. <laughs> Bumper and, hey. and also, one thing, also, and also, one thing, also, the other guy that called in and said my herd has limited skills and compared him to Paul Williams. Yes, he has, like, no skill. He's just a big, strong guy at his weight class. He moves up in weight. He will get chin checked. But, um, yeah. uh, Paul Williams. Is he a bully? Has, so I'm sorry. Yes, he is. Uh, Paul Williams had skill. I'm sorry. Paul Williams was a skillful guy. He was extremely big for 147. I, think, I, I don't think it was scared for him to be at 147. But, like, he had skill. He had skills. I would not I would not compare her to Paul Williams in no way, shape, or form. Yeah, man. I would not. Because Paul Williams was a skilled dude. He was a very skilled dude. I feel it. I feel it. Definitely. I agree. And um, I, I, I was, was going to say, good point, Will, uh, uh, Janelle, because if Conor McGregor was a black man, 
or a man of any color, who knows if we would have been, you know, on some hashtags, pray for Connor today, because you just, you know, would have been looked at like some terrorism and, you know, Donald Trump would have been on his Twitter real quick. Hey, y'all just uh, need to go watch shit. the uh, video. Y'all watch the video that they posted, man. When they go to the inside shots, it's like, come on, dude. Then they said it went through yeah. the window. First, the first story was it went through the window. It didn't go through. I think it was all the setup, it was, man. They're trying, yeah, they're trying to milk this. It was bad choreographed. It was bad choreographed because yeah. I think it was set up like that, but they didn't expect glass to get in some fighters' eyes and shit like that, uh, messing up the card that they had yesterday, which I'm sure Dana White's cheap ass still charged people $65 for some backups on pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, let's take it to JP and see how this whole thing is looking in his standpoint because – I'm upside no down. No JP. Oh, JP's gone? Okay. All right. Okay. No JP. Um, well, shit. Smoke we could, still uh, with take it. To, smoke still with us. Let's take it to Smoke and see what he got about this one because, man, I don't know what to think about. But if we're talking about the payday, I guess Floyd Mayweather does have 600 million reasons why he should step in the octagon. How you seeing this one, Smoke, about Floyd taking off his kicks and getting better foot in the octagon? I, I think Floyd is just bored, man. He's just bored. He he he, he needs to be in the limelight. I I I I mean, it, it. You know what? It would be better if he just said, "You know what? I just want to go out and I know it's out there. I'm gonna go in the UFC and fight CM CM Punk or something like that." I think he could be doing a lot better for the sport of boxing and being an ambassador to the sport. Instead of just having a limelight on itself, man, I why he he got everything, but why I I don't and and I'm gonna have to agree anything with uh, Janelle says because this is what he does. So I don't think that guy can go over there and beat Conor McGregor because leg kicks and all that type of stuff. And no, I just think it's just to keep his name in the limelight. But I do think that whole Conor McGregor thing was staged because, again, if somebody got glass in her face, how come there's no lawsuits going on or anything like that? Because, I mean, he got arrested, but there's no lawsuits. Them fighters, all them fighters can control, I mean, have lawsuits going on. So, I don't, all that was staged, and Dana Wright is trash. And Conor McGregor, <laughs> he, he, he got his money, and 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 I and I heard I heard I don't follow the UFC like that, but I did hear he is ducking somebody that he does not any smoke from, and he he just been acting a fool because he just doesn't want that smoke from that guy. I think what is it, Khabib or whatever? I think it was it, he said his name was. I heard he just doesn't want yeah. any smoke from that guy. So now nah, I think that whole thing was staged WWE style. Because if that was me, lower guy on the card or whatever, and I get glass on my face, I'm instantly suing because I know he got the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. going that would that would be the headline today. This guy sued Conor McGregor because glass is in his face. And, right. and, and Dana, yeah, I can never never fight again. Yeah, and, and Dana and Dana White never dropped him. He, he he put on that whole press conference. No, I don't want to do business with him no more. Then drop him. Yeah, yeah. He hey, never dropped him. If I, if, 
if I was a fighter in that bus and he threw that shit through the glass, I'm picking up one of those pieces of glass from the floor and cutting the shit out oh. of myself. Like, goddamn. Connor, I'm doing all this to me. And I'm going to roll over the floor on the floor. I'm going to hold my eye. If anybody yeah, I'm gets chased to I'm me to start a dog. Yeah. All that. Yeah. And then Dana, Dana White had that heart-filled, hey, I don't want to do business for Connor no more. Dude, would you guys? Is he on drugs? Is he on this? Well, then drop him, Dana, if you feel that way. You never dropped him. So I think that's all stage. That's what my take on <laughs> Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, like I said, I would have been that dude um, getting my injuries a little more excessive in there. But Dana White definitely uh, deflecting the whole idea. Are you going to release Connor? Guys, it's bigger than firing Connor. Like, he just completely defected the, from the, the fact of all that. And um, I do believe it was Sage also, but I do believe that um, the, the, the stage factor of it was these guys are still new to making movie scene type scenarios, and things just got a little bit out of control when uh, the, the, the whole instance happened as far as people getting hurt. So thanks, Will and me, man. Um, but that's what it was. So who knows what the hell's gonna happen? But we're we're all talking about it when Connor was uh, doing that on thir- was it Thursday or Friday, I believe. But you know the whole world was talking about it, and just like last night, Floyd, you know, making his appearance, got a lot of people talking about it. Uh, it's just hashtag Mayweather. You see all this stuff about UFC coming up. So uh, good promotion job by by both parties. Um, Floyd's a pro at doing it. He can do it without having all this drama like Conor McGregor and the UFC did. But um, as far as this whole thing going down, Will is in on it. And I think I might be getting swayed to thinking that this shit is going to happen. But who knows how this whole thing goes, man. But um, shit, that's a, uh, that's a whole wild scenario. And if it does happen, we're talking about big box office because UFC, um, you know, even though they don't have any stars over there, their pay-per-view sales are, you know, they're probably still doing good numbers uh, just because of the, the hardcore fan base that they have of, you know, bros showing off their tattoos to each other when they watch fights. So um, I'm sure that those combined with casual fans around the world globally, um, they would pay to watch that fight and then be some pretty big numbers on pay-per-view, probably the biggest ever because um, it was close to – uh, passing Mayweather Pacquiao for pay-per-view buys when Conor got in the boxing ring. And people thought that was a joke. But if Floyd goes into the UFC, people want to see Floyd lose more than ever. That's why Floyd made so much money off pay-per-view sales because people just want to see him get hit. Like, he might not lose, but we want to see him get punched because nobody likes Floyd. And if he was a step in the Ocean, the whole world's going to watch that pay-per-view, man. They might, be, they might even be able to put it out for 100 again. But who knows what the fuck goes on there? Um, real quick before we wrap it up, there's been Javante Davis throwing shade, man, at Floyd Mayweather and Mayweather Promotions, and Floyd Mayweather coming out yesterday saying, "Oh yeah, if Tank wins his fight, we want Vasil Lomachenko." Before that, before all this shade was being thrown, he was saying, "Nah." That fight ain't going to happen yet. You know what I mean? Willa, is it Floyd Mayweather throwing Javante Davis to the wolves after he's been running his mouth? 
Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, but I don't think you know. I think uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm 100% with you on that. I think he's throwing it out there. You talking that noise? I think you know they've got a, a contract, so I don't know if he's just gonna throw them away like that. But I think he's gonna make them a, a pull up or show up is what we what we say out here. So you know, I think I don't know if that's a smart move. I don't know if that's gonna get more fighters to wanna sign with you if you're getting in these vendettas, or whatever, throwing throwing them to the wolves. But if he wants to fight and he thinks he can win, hey, if he wants to do it his way, let him do it his way one time. A loss to Lomachenko isn't going to end his career. So, you know, maybe he needs to – maybe this is the medicine that he needs. Either he's going to show up or pull up. So we'll see. But, yeah, I think Floyd is being emotional right here doing what Floyd usually does. And that's uh, So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, that that whole thing is uh, a little crazy to me, man. You had Floyd Mayweather's cheering on uh, social media, talking shit about Tank, saying if it wasn't for my dad, blah, blah, blah. So, obviously, the the smoke got pretty heavy in the Mayweather household, and uh, we all know Floyd. He don't like to be disrespected by nobody, especially when it's somebody he's trying to push as being the next big thing in boxing, which Javante Davis, you know, got hands, but, you know, Another Broner, perhaps uh, 25-8, you know. But I do like. Uh, I was never big on Javante Davis, but I did like him after, you know, Big Charlo was trying to bully those guys, him and Broner. So uh, much respect to dudes who won't get bullied, because I don't like bullies. But um, nonetheless, man, uh, Willa, pretty damn good show today, I would say. Um, we're giving an hour thirty today, and um, we're gonna bring back some more boxing on Wednesday. So, um, hey, yo, uh, before we go we out, we got, uh, hey, RC, before we take it out, let's see if, uh, 206 got something to say real quick before we shut it down. I think he uh, came back in. Okay. 206, 206. What's going on? How, How you, you doing, doing man? What's going on? covering a lot of things, man. I mean, you know, I don't want to tear down the show. Even though a lot of people like to tear down brothers, I, that's not me. You know, um. So I'll keep it on subject. Uh, you know, the tank situation, that was obvious uh, a way of Floyd, um, you know, basically letting them know, like, I control your career and, yeah, I'll put you in in deep waters if I feel like it, you know, which is, I guess, good for us. You know, we want to see, good, you know, good fights, but also it's, it's petty. You know what I'm saying? It's petty yeah, in a lot man. of ways. Uh, but, I mean, Lomachenko is no boogeyman, dude. Like, I mean, if anybody really knows what's going on with Lomachenko, the guy can fight, no doubt. I'm not going to ever say a guy can't fight or whatever, but come on, man. That pity pat, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to Skywalker type footwork. I mean, that's good. That's good. But he's no boogeyman. There's not, it's like people don't, people don't, lose sleep over Lomachenko. They're like, yeah, that's a tough fight stylistically and skillfully and all that. But just, come on, man, there's no pain coming, you know? I mean, I mean, seriously. So, I mean, just people need to stop with that shit with Lomachenko, man, really. Even Spence brought that up, you know? Uh, he was like, look, man, you know, that guy good and everything, but he's not, I mean, they're, they're pushing him hard. But we know, we know what time it is with the Lomachenko situation. But, uh, I mean, 
I mean, all of a sudden, we've had, I mean, boxing is one of the most, you know, longest living sports. It's like the longest living sport, basically. But all of a sudden, this guy is just stopping guys with his footwork. Get the hell out of here, man. We know what time it is here with that, man. Guys are quitting. They're talking no Moschenko, no Moschenko. God, does anybody really think that he's just stopping dudes by not really hurting them? Come on, man. The jig is up. What, what, what suspicion do you have, good sir? There's no suspicion. I'm not worried about nothing. I feel a certain way. Ain't nobody going to change it. And if you have a problem with it, hey, oh, well. But he can't fight. I'm not going to – I don't take none away. I have my opinions about the whole Mikey situation. Mikey puts him to sleep. And if anybody wants to, uh, you know, bet that, you know, just tell me the number, and I'll match it. Um, but uh, yeah, the fight should happen because you know they're, you know they're top guys at one thirty one. But you know Lomachenko's moving up to thirty five, so that's where that's where the Floyd situation is. You know a little weird because you know is Javante Davis really a thirty five pounder? Is Lomachenko really like? There's a lot of cloudy. There's a lot of gray area with that. You know how do you make a fight? How are you saying you're talking to Todd Bitch the Buck? But we really don't know what weight that fight's going to be at. Javante missed weight, but Javante is a midget. You know? And, <laughs> you don't be- and if you don't believe me, check out 25-8. You know? But, and he's just a small frame guy. He's a, you know, he's a dog in there. He, you know, he likes to fight. But, I mean, I don't think he's a 35-pounder. I just don't believe it. I mean, who, who? Who? I mean, he's just too small for 35. But all of a sudden, he's talking to Todd DeBuff about a Lomachenko fight. We know what's going on there. Uh, about the MMA thing, I mean, Floyd's not beating nobody in MMA unless the fight is stipulated a certain way, where no kicks, no takedowns, you know, certain things, or it's just a fixed fight. He's just not beating nobody. There's nothing against him. You know, you know, he was the best boxer. For a long time, but dude, you're not beating nobody in MMA at 40 years old or 41. Learning, you know, from Taiwan, really, okay, yeah, okay. Dude, you're not beating nobody, nobody. So, unless things are catered to for you to win, if it's full rules, you're getting your ass whooped, point blank. But like I said, I do think Floyd would take that fight if he got a one fight, one billion dollar. Guarantee. Do I think he'll ever get that guarantee? Absolutely not. So, whatever. But uh, as far as the you know the fights that happened last night, you know, uh, you know to run it down, you know Williams, you know Julian Williams, man, J. Rod, he can fight. He has some good skills, but you know there's always going to be those chin issues. I'm not really sure if the chin issues are he just can't take a punch, or is it because uh, you know. He is keeps his chin high, so he's always ready for that for that one hitter quitter, you know, chin check. And then you know, with uh, Degale, um Truax, that was a situation where both guys sucked, but somebody got a decision, and it happened to be Degale. You know, and then the main event, you know, I had I had Laura up six five going into the twelfth. Um, Laura, I mean, Heard got the 
you know, the 10-8 round, and I gave it to him by one point. But it was a close fight, and it could have went either way. I don't have a problem with the decision. I actually, you know, uh, called the decision to a T. So it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, Hurd is the biggest 154-pounder I've ever seen. And um, Charlo has a lot to think about. You know, he's talking about this power thing and all this stuff. But I don't know, man. Charlo Charlo has a lot of knockouts, but he, he knocked out a lot of guys that had questionable chin. One thing about Hurd, Hurd don't have a questionable chin. And he's bigger than you, and he doesn't get tired, and he doesn't stop throwing punches. So we'll see. We'll see about that situation, you know. But that's really all I had to say. Heard a bully. Yeah, you know. You know, they say lions only, but uh, Jacobs heard Andre. They're they're, they're ready to tame Simba and Simba Jr. Hey, yeah, I don't know if Will is gonna like to hear that with the Charlo guys. You know how that goes, but hey, it's a, it's a, it's all good. We know what time it is. But um, yeah, you should uh, good stuff, man. It was um, uh, real quick. Sign is Jared Hurd a bully? So I'm going. Oh, he's like, oh, he's just the audacity of that guy. He just comes here, fucking runs down everything he wants to say, and just bounces. He's <laughs> the nerve of this guy. That's funny shit. That's funny stuff. Classic sign right there. But I'm willing. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's a thing that I've been watching for a long time that's happening today called WrestleMania. And that's what I'm about to get ready to go do right now. The childhood tradition of wrestling continues. That's going to be on my agenda for the rest of the day. What you got going on for the rest of this one before we wrap it up, man? Oh man, just that, uh, just some good old family time, dog. That's about it. Uh, I might catch the later, uh, the later parts of the WrestleMania, you know, on that little free mobile app. You know, that's, I might do that. So we'll see. I catch it every year usually. So we'll see. It's been whack though. All right, all right. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, yeah. No hey, problem. RC. I'll... Yo. You like you like Ronda Rousey in WWE right now? You think she's over? Um, as far as on the mic and all that stuff, yeah, she's doing real good. But she's still, um, you know, the little the instances she got in physicality wise, she's real stiff. Uh, but she got a lot to learn. We gonna see today. But um, if you if if you if you're gonna be checking out WrestleMania too, um, I was gonna tell Willa. I'll let you know when a woman called Alexa Bliss comes on the scene, because that's pretty much the whole reason I'm watching WrestleMania today. Bam. But um, yeah, I like Ronda Rousey in in, uh, in WWE. I think it's a good move for her, man. We'll see how it goes today. Um, we got to wrap this one up as time restrictions are uh, prohibitive around here. So uh, everybody that joined us, man, Smoke, appreciate you for calling. Janelle, uh, JP, Sign. Y'all come back with us and rock with us on Wednesday or Sunday because we bring in two boxing shows throughout. Outside. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but outside of boxing podcast, as we mentioned, Wednesday and Sunday. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. We'll uh, holler at you when Bliss comes on the scene. Outside of boxing podcast, man. And we out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.